Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Am I on now? Is that good? Yes. I think so. Yes. I'm very excited to be here today. Um, actually, I was scheduled, I think, to um, minister here sometime in December um, for the um, evening service. And I was ready to um, minister at the Firm um, Foundation Church. And we just got a phone call from Passaway that evening service canceled. I was very disappointed, like a little bit of snow. Come on now. What's going on? I'm from Switzerland. I can handle this. But even um, Pastor Mel sent me out, say have lunch somewhere in the middle, take a break. I'm like, really? Okay. I must leave town in a hurry. When I was on the highway, I knew exactly why. I mean, it came down. I've never seen that many cars, tractors, trailers, somewhere in the ditch, about 20 or 30 of them. And what takes me about two and a half hours to drive, I think ended up to be five and a half hours or six hours to get home. Lots of snow. So that call was correct. Yes. <laughs> so I'm here this morning, of course, with a little bit of a different message. I'm excited to um, see how God's going to speak to us today. I am already um, encouraged. Um, what God is doing in my life as I see what he's doing in other churches, the word he's speaking. So I really believe it's relevant and it's something very complicated. That's not what God is doing, but it's just something that he wants to exhort us this morning, encourage us and help us to stay focused in everything we do. So I'm going to pray this morning before I start. Yes. Father, I thank you so much for this new day of grace and mercy yes. that we can be here, gathered, and we know that you're here today. We worship you, Lord. We give yes. you all the glory. We seek you first. And we're not here just to do the church thing. And this is not about entertainment. But it's really drawing close to you hearing what you're telling us today, what you're saying. And Lord, help us to give you heart. And help us to walk it out of the way that give us that desire to follow you, Lord. And fulfill that call that you put in our lives, Lord, in such a way that gives you the glory. And many people will hear the good news about you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Now, one of the very first things that I have to learn uh, in the performing arts is uh, the skill of balance. And um, it's very important that you have a good foundation in balancing because everything actually is built on that. Now, it doesn't really help that I did a lot of exercise 20 or 30 years ago. And I'm like, I'm good. That was just the first step. But I still have to practice every day, hone my balancing skills. So I stay sharp, and it becomes part of what I do, especially when I minister. So I brought the roller ball here before. It's just a roller with the bola, and I step on this, and I start to balance like this. But when you for the first time stand on the roller ball like this, it can be quite a shaky ordeal. And at times, you might think it's impossible to properly balance on the roller ball like this. So my teacher told me early on, it's very important that you stay focused. Now find a fixed point somewhere in the room, and once you've found that, don't get distracted. Fasten your eyes on that fixed point at all times. No matter what's going on, stay focused, and if you practice that every day, you gotta practice that, don't just hear, but if you start to do that, you're gonna get better and better, and soon you're gonna be able to properly balance on that roller ball like this. Now once you learn the basics on how to balance on that roller ball, you're ready to build upon that foundation. 
And once you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he now is that fixed point in our lives. We can confidently build our lives upon him, but it's very important that we look to him at all times. Now, Colossians 2, 6 and 7 said, I'm just going to paraphrase, just as you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow deep into him. Let your lives be built on him. Then you will grow strong in your faith in the word that you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. Sure. That was a long scripture. Well, we're going to take it apart a little bit this morning. Now, once you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now we must continue to follow him and to build our lives upon him. So that's what I'm going to do this morning. So I'm going to build on this foundation, which I've still started to warm up a little bit. So I'm going to add four glasses. So this is real glass. Actually, I'm importing these glasses from Switzerland last year. I had the opportunity to minister. I'm in Switzerland. So when I traveled over there, I didn't have any glasses, so I just found those over there, bought them, imported them, because they worked pretty well. But when I placed them on the roll of water for the first time, like this, and I actually started to place very carefully an additional board on those four glasses like this, I wasn't really sure if this is going to hold, because I wasn't really familiar with those glasses. I had two days to prepare before ministry time, so when I, for the first time, stepped very carefully, on the roller roller. It's kind of like this, you're not sure it's going to hold. Very good. It's a pretty strong foundation. Now remember, fixed point remains the same. I can say focused at all times. So I started to practice, and soon I made some progress, and I was able to properly balance on the roller roller, like this. Now once you believe that you know how to do something fairly well, you just make it done for a while. You did practice a little bit. You're quite familiar with it. If you're like a little bit like me as an artist or just a child of God, sometimes when I start to believe, hey, I know how it's done, I've arrived. I've been there, done that. There's a real danger that I simply get too comfortable with that. Complacent. Sometimes I get bored. I stop practicing, I stop growing as an artist, but instead I end up plateauing. And you see, when I start to get complacent in my spiritual walk with the Lord, it's when I lose focus. When I take my eyes off Jesus, that's when I lose direction in my life. And sometimes I find myself just kind of going through the motions. Well, I know how the Christian thing works. You come to church, you behave, then make sure you read your Bible and you pray your prayers. And sometimes for me, I get stuck in some kind of religious rot. I kind of do the right thing, especially being in ministry, but sometimes my heart is not really in it. Yeah, sometimes I get a little hardened. And it's kind of hard to walk with the Lord when I'm not really hearing what he's saying. And I'm really far away from doing the things that he's actually calling me to do. But you see, God is so good. He loves us too much to leave us where we are. Yeah, he loves you bunches, you know that? Killing a bundle of junk. <laughs> I wish everybody had that in here. <laughs> so you see, like, the energy is just slowly, you know, watching the audience. Who's watching who to tell with the question? I love being here. I feel like family this morning. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> 
Any desktop wanted to go through some motions in the church thing, maybe twice, even Sundays and once during the midweek, and uh, just doing that church thing and checking off, you know, my list. I've done it. You know, been there, done that. God is happy with me because I'm doing all my chores. No. He desires a relationship with us. And he desires for each one of us to continue to grow up in our salvation, to mature, committed followers of Christ. And sometimes he allows challenges in our lives, sometimes obstacles, sometimes a little bit of pain, sometimes just plain struggle, not to hurt us, not to harm us, but to help us to grow those deep roots into him, to help us to build our life upon the right foundation, which is Jesus Christ, to build faith within us, and to help us to stay focused at all times. So I placed an additional four glasses on the roll of Bula. So just to explain this morning, it's a little different, and we're going to take this to the next level. Previous years, I always used cups, plastic cups, for one reason. Glass breaks all the time. I broke so many glasses, not practicing, bumping into the glasses, handling them, putting them in the box, traveling, opening box, broken glass. I got so tired of brokenness, you know, like, that must be an easy way. So I kind of did the cup thing. That was so easy, got so comfortable. I'm like, hey, this is it. The Lord said, no, 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 way too comfortable. I'll get complacent. Some, some performances, oh, I got so bored. The audience, oh, my goodness, nothing is moving in here. The Lord says, let's take this to the next level. Keep growing as an artist as well as in your walk with me on a daily basis. So this year is thin glass. So I found that in sort of twist quality, I thought, there must be something to it. But I had to test it. Is this foundation going to hold? And I'm not making this up. I had two days prepared for ministry time, and a Swiss audience is very, very uh, challenging sometimes. You know, sophisticated. They got everything over there. They got it all, you know. Uh, we believe that, right? And so that's a little bit of pressure. They're like, Lord, I got two days prepared. I got to figure first, figure out if these glasses are going to hold. So I stacked them on here, and basically I'm just placing them here. You know, it's being over here. So I just have a little bit of support here, but nothing sticks, nothing is glued to it. So I just rest another board on here. This whole thing actually moves all the time. That's, you know, the fun of it, right? Yeah. I see I'm going to be excited right there. seven glasses last week. <laughs> um, not practicing, I bumped into it backwards with my unicycle. I had no courage to look around, I did, and there was like just like a pile of, you know, glass. So these are new ones. I'm not sure if they're gonna hold. I like the two boards with the four glasses. I got comfortable there. I've done that for years. Why should I go to that next level? I don't like to be dragged out of my comfort zone. But you see, when we get comfortable, when we keep holding on to the old, to the past, because we've done things for a long time, and the performing arts that happens often, we just do the routine thing. That worked two years ago, ain't working today anymore, because it's in the past, but sometimes we hold on. Well, we used to do this, or sometimes we hold on to bitterness or unforgiveness, and then we wonder sometimes when we feel stuck, because it's impossible to walk with the Lord by keep holding on to something, <coughs> simply let go. Let's move forward. I got more for you. 
And if you let go of the old and receive the new, he's gonna take you to the next level of spiritual maturity. And I know sometimes that's not easy. It's challenging. Every time I try something <coughs> in the studio, I am really nervous because I'm getting older and I've fell before and it's no fun, it hurts, really. And because I never tried it before, so you know, well, everything's gonna be perfect the first time. Unfortunately, no, that's not how it works. But if you don't try, you always keep wondering. Sometimes we just sit, it's more comfortable because we're familiar. But the Lord says, We're not done yet. That's right. Let's go. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let's him do this. But it's so good as I'm getting a little older here, I'm learning. I don't have to depend on my skill set, my wisdom, you know, my knowledge, my routine expertise. But when I fix my eyes on him, every day, anew, afresh. I did that yesterday. Great. Got to do that today. Have to do it this morning. And I, he helps me to take another step of faith. And he's the one who's going to place us on a solid foundation. Now, sometimes these storms around us, storms of life, they try to get us off balance. But if I remember to look to the Lord, he's the one who keeps everything at all times in proper balance. Now, right now, the fans are running. That's really distracting, by the way, because it really gets you off balance. But because I practice focus at home and in my homework, this morning, I'm not distracted by you turning off the fans. That could actually really, really get me off balance. But he is the rock, the rock eternal, that won't be shaken no matter the situation you're in today, the circumstance you're facing right now. He keeps everything in your life in proper balance. So trust God. Trust Him always. There's this scripture right there I quoted for you. What is it? This is great. Yeah. But see, in order to follow Jesus and to keep my eyes on Him, i got to do something very important. i got to stay in the Word every day, and I have to spend some time in His presence. That's right. Because that's when I get instructions, not for yesterday, but for today. Yeah. That's when He encourages me. That's when he strengthens me. That's why he gives me peace. He washes me with the word. I start to clear thinkly. That's why I start to tune in. And you see, he gives, he instructs me and gives my life direction. Sometimes just for that day. So his word is flawless. It's the truth. It's living and active, the word says. Sharper than any double-edged sword. It cuts between soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and always exposes the innermost thoughts, motives, and attitudes. Now, if we listen to the Word of God and we take it to heart, it has the power to transform our lives. Now, when we keep listening to the Word of God, yeah, it keeps transforming us and we become more and more Christ-like. Pretty exciting, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's really exciting. But you see, a lot of people, and myself, I'm included sometimes, I hear lots of good preaching. Lots of good scripture. I say, that's awesome. So I hear, but then I forget because I don't do. I don't do anything about what I heard. I don't really respond to the truth. Well, things are done that. I walk with the Lord long enough. I'm good. And some things that seem to be familiar, I never really took it to heart. I never really put it to practice. I still forget. But you see, listening has to do with responding to what we hear. Only then will it make a difference, and it will show everything we say and everything we do. So I had a good juggling teacher, a very good one. I had actually really good teachers in so many different art forms. 
But my first teacher was a minor teacher, then a juggling teacher. And that teacher actually never performed, but he was a really good teacher. And he said, hey, if you come to class once a week, that's good. If you come twice a week, that is great. If you come three times, that is outstanding. You know what I'm going to do when you come to class? I'm going to teach you, I'm going to instruct you, I'm going to help you, I'm going to illustrate and show you how everything works. You can try, that's great. There's something equally important that you must do. It's not just enough that you come and see and listen and watch and do a little in class. You must go home and practice the things that I teach you every day. Now, if you don't do that, it'll never become part of you and you never grow into a cool juggler. Now, I, I know means actually a juggler at all, but I use a lot of juggling and balancing because that's one of the tools that God has given me to illustrate the word. So I took um, instruction by my teacher to heart and I thought, okay, it probably is good if I start to practice every day just a little bit. And this is one of my practice routines. So I always start with a short warm up before I move on like this. What? Yeah, don't play with those at home, right? Yeah, just keep them coming. <laughs> yeah. I feel the blade. <laughs> Two in one hand. Nice. Moving right along. Okay, this one here. Don't move now. It's pretty creative. Yeah, don't play with those. That's right. Yeah. Now sometimes, whoa, I work on a new move like this. It's not perfected yet. It doesn't have to be perfected because it's a practice routine. Gonna turn it a little faster. Can't really make a mistake right now, or I'm in real danger of schnetzling my fingers. Hey, don't move. Okay, move. Ah. <laughs> Because one time you were moving, like I gotta stop now, I can't do more, I don't wanna get cut. But, you know, because my muscle memory, I practice every day, it's part of what I do, can't go. So I kinda knew what's going on, but I practice to focus. So when this happens, that distraction, I just keep doing it. Because it's part of what I do every day. So I did my homework. And same in our Christian walk. It's not enough if I practiced two weeks ago. Well, I did a lot of juggling a month ago. I practiced yesterday to be ready today. Not just yesterday. I took one day off. That's what the Lord tells us. So I practiced six days a week. We want to take as well. But I have a practice session every day. So I took off Friday. Yesterday I went back to the grind. Why? I could have said, no, let's just not do it today because uh, my daughter came home from college. I suspended, which I did. But I did practice too. So get up a little early. Get to work. So I'm ready to finish. In the same way, in our spiritual walk, it's not enough for me to read the word two weeks ago. Well, I did a prayer five days ago. That's good. Now, every day being in the word, feeding on it, starting to put it into practice, it becomes part of what I do, who I am, and it shows in everything I say and do. I sense the example here this morning. <laughs> so to be able to handle these blades, I got to stay at it at all times. To be safe and to 
be able to juggle them properly. So that's what my teacher ingrained in us, all of them, the same. Stay focused, don't get comfortable, keep working, go to the next level, but make sure you go over the basics every day. And sometimes I don't want to do it. I, my body aches. Right now I got still little issues, I'm way better, and it's not fun. Sometimes I'm so tired. Sometimes it's cold. I do it sometimes I do it in the garage, have different places where I practice. My hands are so cold, but I gotta practice because some areas I don't perform or minister, I gotta be ready. So we're gonna do that this morning. I'm gonna teach somebody how to juggle. We're gonna do practice hands-on illustration here. So I just need one volunteer this morning. Yeah, you wanna learn today? Yeah, you know. I see it in your eyes. I see the fire, the excitement. Learn something new with the Lord. Yeah. What was your name again? That's so awesome. I'm so glad you're here today. Yeah, you want to go right over there? They're going to show you real fast. You're going to start similar with two on your right hand, one left. One, two, three, two left, one right. One, two, three, two right, one left. And you just keep going like this. From here, I'm going to teach you the first thing is the half shower. You're going to go right into tennis. Then we're going to underneath the leg. Whoa! <laughs> and reverse this game. I love this one here. Take this one out yo-yo. I like it. And the famous Mills Mass. You're going to learn all this today. Just pay attention, you can do it. My teacher told me just like that. Oh, Whenever you do not drop the jogging ball. See, that was a jogging class I went through. There you go. I gotta take a break real fast. Give her a hand, that was awesome. Very good. This is not how it works. Aren't you glad it doesn't work like that? God does not give us a bunch of instructions through his word and then leaves us all by ourselves struggling, right? But when he gave us his word, when he gave us the law, his commandments, he already knew. By ourselves, in our own strength, we can't fulfill. We cannot follow the Lord in a way that is pleasing to him in our own strength. Right? So God already knew we need help. So we need Jesus to help us. So when you look to him every day, hold out your left hand like this, left hand, seek to receive his grace, his power, his ability to do the very things that he's asking you to do for today. You're going to do that with him. It's really, really simple. So you take one ball. That's how I started to learn how to jump. The first one, just go like this. With one ball. You feel that rhythm? Yeah. Pretty cool. Now, if you want to stand right here, it's actually pretty good. Now, just go up and down like this. Do a few more. Stay focused. Relax. Come on, give her a hand. That is already really super good. Keep it going. Nice little effect, right? <laughs> How does that feel? Pretty good, huh? And we got four balls going right here. Give her a hand. This is awesome. <laughs> Pretty good. And look, she kept going. Well, this happens. It will happen, you know, sometimes, you know, in the beginning a little more. But you're going to get better. So one more time, she did really, really good. She stays very focused, and you can switch back and forth from the left hand to the right hand like this. Look at that. That's the first step, the widow goes up and always come back. Look how focused she stays. So what I did in class, so if you do that every day with the Lord, a little bit in the Bible, read maybe a scripture, you know, pray over it, meditate a little bit, do that every day. It's going to become part of who you are. And he's going to trust you with more because you have a call on your life as well. And as you trust him just to follow him and fix your eyes on him, if you learn that early on, whoa, no boundaries where the Lord can take you. He's going to keep growing serving him. And a lot of people 
you know, and get to know him. Does that sound exciting? Give a hand. Very good. That's very awesome. Sometimes, you know, it's very interesting when I ask a volunteer, but she has been very, very focused. You know, there's a lot of distraction going on sometimes, but she stayed at it. Give her head one more time. Awesome. Now you see, without Jesus, we cannot really do anything. How did you do that? We did it together, right? That's what we do with the Lord every day. We walk with him. He's going to help us. I cannot do anything on my own. I thought I can, you know, but as I get a little older, I'm like, man, there's nothing really I can do without the Lord. And Jesus himself said that he didn't do anything by himself except what he saw the Father doing. So without Jesus, we can't do anything of eternal value. But with him, anything is possible because he's going to give us the grace, the strength, and ability to do the very things that he's calling us to do on a daily basis. That is exciting stuff. But you see, sometimes, even though I know the truth, sometimes I still have a little challenge walking it out. But I did bring um, my new disciple this morning. I like to be an disciple. <laughs> I like this big stage here. Emily got bigger over the years. I think the first time I came here was in 2005. I just found it in my files. <laughs> Last night, I'm like, that's exciting. <laughs> I feel home here. Yeah, this is great. So we're going to get a little adjusted, get situated. I got it. Yeah, take the picture. Distracted, it got too comfortable just talking and wanted to just like you know post with a picture there, you know, and off I went. See how fast that goes? I think I know how this is working. I lost my balance, I fell off the stage. It can't get more embarrassing. That happens to me at an art place I've never been before. Wednesday, I gotta go to a Methodist church, never been before. So, I hope that's not gonna happen. So, we're gonna learn from this, right? I'm gonna go right back on here. A lot of us, when we make a mistake like this, we're not going to try again. <laughs> it's painful, embarrassing. So we don't really learn anything of it. We only wonder sometimes when nothing is working <laughs> because we quit too early. But sometimes we find ourselves struggling. And sometimes I feel even I do my very best, I'm never going to measure up. But you see, we didn't get saved by measuring up. We got saved by his grace because we believe in him. So if I struggle and sometimes I feel I don't measure up, it's okay. As long as I stay focused on the Lord. You see, he's the one who's going to tell me, don't be discouraged. I'm going to help you right here with you. I'm going to walk with you. Sometimes you're going to make a mistake. Sometimes you're going to fall. I'm going to help you up. And if you keep walking with me, hand here, right here. Super. Look at that. They're going to point you in the right direction. They're going to land on that path ahead of you. Because they're going to read you on the life path that leads to eternal life. If you say, trust me, or walk with me, you don't have to measure up in your own strength. You see, I'm going to help you to walk out the very things that I'm going to ask you to do on a daily basis. If you stay close to me, I will never leave you, never forsake you. I'm almost going to be there with you. 
Isn't that great? Amen. Yeah. Give a hand. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh. Let's have a little fun this morning. Um, yeah, can you help me? <laughs> it's a really good idea. It just came to me just walking here. I feel comfortable again. So let's take it up to the next level. Right? I like the drawing there. Hey, no fighting here. We're in church, first of all, okay? It's going to be nice here. We're talking about Jesus. He's here too. He's watching everything. Do you know that? <laughs> He's here? No? Sure. That's why we're here. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, it's going to involve some plays. We're going to take it up to the next level. So, um, being comfortable never works. So, if you could stay right on that. Do you want to crochet? Here we go. Now, don't touch this part here, okay? Pretty sharp. I sharpened it last night. I'm not making this up. Everything I say, actually, I did. Here we go. God's word is flawless. It's always the truth. You can trust it at all times. Doesn't matter what the world says. The word remains. Yeah. Sometimes it seems like it makes no sense. No, no, no. When God teaches you, it's the real deal. Sometimes it goes against what the world teaches, but if you stay close to the Lord, He's going to give you wisdom. Beyond your understanding, and I was like, whoa, that's awesome. Where do you got that from? God told me. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? All right, so we're going to do something fun. When it comes to you, kind of toss a machete towards me. I'm going to try to catch it. Then I'm going to start to juggle. And I'm going to come to three. I'm going to fling right back at you, okay? Every third time is going to be a toss. So you don't want to get past it. Yeah, I'm going to toss it to you too, and you're going to toss it back to me. So the blade just goes back and forth between us, okay? Now, the key to this little exercise, but relax. No sun moves, okay? It's going to be so much fun. Everybody woke up. Yeah. Only about 20 minutes. Yeah, now he's going to take it up a notch. Yeah. Just that. Will you? Yeah, so ready? Okay, one, Hey, we're working here. No distraction, okay? Gotta focus, okay? Ready? Here we go. One, two, hey, toss up, toss up. No. Don't toss it. She's so smart. Get ready. Kids are so good, well trained, well instructed. I'm not even joking. So good. That would be so foolish. Right? I told you to do it. But it's so much fun. And sometimes I'm just going to tell you to do something that sounds really fun, but it's actually foolish because it's going to harm you. It's going to take, you know, sometimes courage to stand up and do the right thing, yeah? But God always gives us his word not to kind of box us in or to burn us with all the do's and don'ts. Sometimes we're like, I can't do anything fun anymore because I got to walk with God and do what Jesus tells me. No, he gives us his word. And when we read it, we get to know who God is and how to live our life in such a way that actually pleases God. So when you get into the Word, He's instructing you. He's going to help you um, to make the right choices, to give you wisdom, and not to box you in, but to set you free. So we're going to take this knife right here, because I don't want anybody to get hurt. But instead, what we? Let me give you some house. For a nice, nice fresh apple here today. I'm not sure if it's a gala apple or a peachy apple, but it's a nice fresh apple. Yeah. Real apple, just take a look. Yeah. Smell fresh. Kinda. That was beautiful. <laughs> Hurry up, guys. Can I have a knife before we continue? 
present. God always blesses you with the best for you. You know that? Because that's the best in store for you. Exactly what you need. Sometimes not necessarily what you want, but always what you need for today. So if you could toss that apple for me on the count of three. I'm going to put one blade away right here. So it's a little safer. You know, we don't want to do anything that could harm somebody, especially people in the front row, right? <laughs> okay, on the count of three, right here. One, two, three. You do it. So we're going to toss it back. One, two, and three. <coughs> So, you know, it's important that we listen to what God is telling us through His Word. Yeah. Because He keeps us from harm. He helps us to make good choices. And you see, this red apple actually symbolizes God's love. So, it's not just important that we receive it, but that we share it with everybody wherever we go. So, sorry, I have to probably wash this first. But it's so clean, it's kind of slippery, so it's really cool. So, make sure that you always share with others what God is giving you for that day. Give a hand. Very good. stay on that right path, doing the very things that he's asking us to do so we can fulfill our call. And it's him who calls us who's always faithful. He always continues the good work that he already has started within us so we can be confident what God has started in your life is going to continue that good work and will finish it to one day you'll see him face to face. That is so encouraging. Sometimes even just a few days ago, while I was actually studying some of, some of the passages and some things I heard, like, oh my goodness, I'm not even worthy to serve the Lord in ministry because some of the things in my life, they don't quite line up yet with the word. But I can be encouraged that it's not me trying to work it out in my own strength, but as I stay in the word, it's going to work it out in me. So God wants everybody to know the truth about him. That's why we're here this morning. Not just us, everybody that did not come to church this morning in the community, he wants them to know the truth as well, to be saved, to one day spend all eternity in heaven. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And Jesus did not come to this world to condemn us because of our mistakes, but to die on the cross for all our sin and to offer us a new life as a gift. And that's why we're here today. It's by His grace, because I believe in Him, that He forgave me and offers me a new life as a gift. Yeah. Exciting stuff here. Cool for a ball juggling. <coughs> Gonna adjust it just a little bit here. Nice and easy. Hoppala. Hey, you were moving. I can't focus like that. <laughs> go right back to work. Beautifully executed. Change of pattern. Here's a new move. Oh, I didn't do that. No way I did that. Oh, 
Oh, no, you seem to have a way better jump than that. I never mess up like that. Well, you were moving around, and then the fan right here, the light just in that weird angle, that just kind of happened. I couldn't really focus. So it's not my, my responsibility. I'm not accountable for that, because I'm way better than that, right? Quiet, like, <laughs> Who's right now? Who's wrong? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> but you see, we all make mistakes. Sometimes even when we have good intentions. You see, I did my very best here with the circumstance that it just kind of happened, right? Well, we all say we fall short of God's glory. You see, the wages for our sin, it separates us from God. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. And even though I mess up, which I still do, sometimes I'm surprising myself. I can't believe I did this. It doesn't help to find excuses because that person did this. Kind of know was my reaction to that. It's not really my fault. No, I did this. I dropped on the jungle moss. He didn't really do it. Well, I can't blame anybody else because I did this. This happened to me. I'm not really accountable. But you see, when we humble our hearts, when we come to the Lord and confess our sin. We're telling him, that was wrong. I looked at something I was not supposed to look at. That was wrong. I listened to something that I had no business listening. I did something. I said something. That was wrong. So I confess it. And then I repent, which means I turn from my wrongdoing and turn to the Lord. And I said, Lord, I want to obey your ways. Help me. He forgives. Picks up these broken pieces. I'm not going to go back and linger around doing the things I used to do. No, I repent. I walk away from that. And I'm starting to walk with the Lord, doing what he's asking me to do. That's what repent means. It's very simple. A lot of times, oh, so I'm so sorry, Lord. We go right back. And we wonder why this is a sacrament. No, you repent, you turn away, you come with me. So I forgive you. I'll leave that in the past. As we stay in the word, it's starting to work out these things in our life, to flush it out. And sometimes, a lot of times, I don't have the desire anymore to do what I used to do. That's God working in me to have that desire, the power to do what he is asking me to do. It's not me. It's him. Oh, okay. But you see, I have to practice. So sometimes I make mistakes. And you drop things too, right? So I did too. See, it's okay as long as we, what? We go back in. And sometimes I practice a little more. And sometimes I make more mistakes, right? That's my new move, by the way. I love this one. The fan is still turning. It is challenging. But I keep going. So now that we know the truth, God loves us. Even though I make mistakes, sometimes I don't measure up. And I know He forgives. Now I also know I don't have to do the things I used to do. I'm free from that bondage of sin. No excuse, but my flesh wants it. No, no, no. Walk according to the Spirit. Yeah. Now that I know that, what am I going to do with that? Well, I go to church. Well, that's great. So let's go. Let's grow up spiritually. Let's wake up, arise, shine, and be that testimony God is calling us to be. It's very simple. Not easy. So he said, let's go. Always pressing on to the next level of spiritual maturity. There's always another step of faith. You can never think I have arrived, I've been there, done that. Yeah, I've been in church for 40 years myself, right? All over the world, by the way. Well, that, that's great, you know? So I cannot just bank on that, rest on my accomplishments. 
I've been on for the Lord many years ago. So I get spiritual complacency and say, no, let's go another level. So I thought in Switzerland, hey, um, is it time? Well, yeah, it's time to go to the next level. So we're going to go one more level today. Actually, I'm not done there yet. The Lord, the older I get, is challenging me more. I thought the older you get, the more relaxed you can be. I've been there, done, I've done my work, I've done my share. Well, you're still here. He said, let's get to work. <clears throat> yeah, but what if something happens? I've never done this before. I mean, this was challenging for years. Is that great? But you have walked with me. You have those roots that are growing deeper. You kind of talk about me as a minister. So it would be really fitting if you start doing the very things that you illustrate in a platter in your own life. Oh, okay. So I made myself a few more boards, I bought more glasses, and I kept stacking. Pretty simple, actually. It doesn't really look that hard. Except, you know, once you stand on it, it's a whole different ball game. I like the uh, I like the excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the Apostle Paul, I saw that in the Scripture. He urged the believers, and he's urging us today. He said, especially when he was at the Church of Thessalonica. I think I said it right. He said, "I commend you for your faithful, godly living." Actually, you're doing the very things that I taught you. That is commendable. And now, he said, I urge you to do even more. Yes. To advance to new levels of accomplishments for the kingdom of God. Don't rest on what you have done in the past, but keep walking with the Lord to new levels of spiritual maturity. Doing more for the kingdom. And then Paul said, I don't even say I've arrived yet. He said, I press on towards the goal to win the prize. God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And so he could have rested on all his accomplishments, all the missionary journeys. He got probably beaten up seven, eight times, thrown in prison, stoned, shipwrecked, robbed. He went hungry. He, he suffered tremendously. He went all over the place, pointing orders to the Lord. He could have said, I'm done. Kick out my feet, rest, and just retire till I see the Lord one day, face to face. I did enough. He said, no, I've not even come close. So I'm going to strive and fix my eyes on the goal. What was that goal? To know God? Well, he talked about God all the time. Yeah. Become like Christ yeah. and to become all that God had called him to be. Yeah. So I can never say, hey, I've been there. I, I, I've arrived. If we all know, truly know God and become like Christ, all he calls us to be, our churches will be different. So I've not arrived yet. Neither did the Apostle Paul said I'm there yet. But he said, I'm going to strive on. I'm going to fix my eyes on that goal. And I'm going to take another step. Woo! It's going to be a little more challenging here this morning. Whoa. Now, it's a little hard because I'm higher up here, especially on stage. So I got to find that fixed point. But it remains the same because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and what? Today and forever. Yeah, same. So he's gonna remain that faithful. So I gotta really align, position my life towards him, and he keeps everything in my life in proper balance. Can you come down to me? 
the same spiritual maturity is not really an achievement, an accomplishment on the right. It's actually a process. It's a journey each one of us is on. So we're all in a different place right now, on a different level. The important thing is that we keep moving with the Lord. Right. But it's also very important that we hold on to the progress we already made. What does that mean? That we keep putting to practice the word that God has taught us. Now you see, if we don't put into practice the truth we know, we forget about it. It's like a mirror. When you look into the word, it shows you exactly who you are in Christ. It's like somebody looking in the mirror, looks at the face, oh, no, walks away, forgets what he looks like. That's about the same, and I never understood that. When you hear the word, but you don't do much about it. So the Lord taught me about this. I had learned scriptures years ago, could memorize them. I forgot them because I never did anything with it. I memorized them, but they never became part of my life because I never put anything in practice. So we're accountable for what we know. And sometimes Christians say, well, I'm not going to go to this church anymore because I, I need more meat, more truth, more revelation. The Lord would say, if you are a good steward with what you have right now, I will give you more revelation. But if you don't put into practice the basic truth you know, it's not, and even that will be taken from us if we're not faithful. That's what the Lord said. Pretty sobering. He said, hold on to what you already know. That solid foundation. But keep building on it. Okay, there's no break. <laughs> well, not today. So we have to live up to the truth that we need. And we're showing everything we say, everything we need. For me, it becomes real in the studio. God has asked me to do something new I've never done before. Sometimes I'm really scared. <laughs> I'm really anxious. Never seen anything like this, by the way. And this is nothing I looked up somewhere. I've seen some other things on YouTube people do that's wonderful, insane, difficult, I can't do. This I've never seen. So the Lord showed me this. And now I'm like, okay. We're going to trust the God. Get on here. It's going to be fun. Wow. There's people moving in the back there. So much movement in the back right now. Sorry about this. But you see, if you stay focused, uh, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Do you believe that? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Everybody breathe? Breathe. Yeah. <laughs> years I've been through a really really difficult time I wanted to quit everything ministry everything just walk away go see the Lord something like that but the Lord reminded me no I'm true um, I'm faithful I'm the same yesterday today and forever in eternity I'm the same but I'm the same right now so I'm going to stay faithful to you even though sometimes I'm faithless because I'm going to give you the desire, the power, the grace to do the things that I call you to do. So each one of us this morning, and I know a lot of you don't believe that, you have a calling in your life from God. 
And in order to fulfill that call, it's important right now. I know we just listen, we go home through our thing. And one day you're going to see the Lord. He's going to ask you, have you done the things I called you to do? And if you don't know, you didn't. I don't want to be in that position. I want to hear, well done, yes. my faithful and good servant. Yeah. And that's what keeps me so. I thought for years, I'm good. I really did. Till the Lord showed me deeper into the truth. I'm like, oh my goodness, am I even saved? He's, he takes it very serious. So in order to fulfill our call, we got to walk with him every day. And sometimes that's difficult. It's very simple. Yeah. But sometimes it's not easy. He's going to take us places we don't want to go. Places we've never been. I'm in St. Louis right now. I got to go places. I've been there where I don't want to necessarily go. And sometimes it's going to ask you to do things I don't want to do, whatever the reason that is. Laziness sometimes. It's not convenient. Sometimes I don't feel equipped. It's not about being convenient or thinking I'm equipped. So when he calls you, he's going to give you the grace. He's going to equip you, going to enable you. But he never said it's going to be easy. But he said you need to count the cost. It says it in the word. Before you build that building or that tower, count the cost. Are you truly committed, whatever the cost, to leave everything and walk with me? Oh, yeah, Lord, yes. Well, then pick up your cross and follow me. If you cannot bear the call in your life, if you're not willing to do that, you can't follow me, you cannot be my disciple. What? Yeah, you're all in or you're not in at all. That's what the Lord is showing you. Are you committed? You're all committed or you're not committed at all. I don't want to be in between. No, there's nothing in between. That's why we have a lot of church today, kind of in the between we want to be. God, you be with me, yeah? And uh, I want to live my life. So, no, you got to leave a lot of stuff behind you to receive what I have for you and to walk with me. That is sometimes sobering to me. And he says then, he adds on, <laughs> really, there's more to this? There's going to be some persecution, tribulation. Um, no, I cannot. Yeah, well, one of my friends actually in St. Louis, he died just three weeks ago, you know, and somebody did that to him because he was serving the Lord. And there's sometimes good hardship, lots of pain, and the Lord says that's going to be part of it. In this world, you will have trouble, struggle, yeah. but take heart. Mm. He said, I have overcome the world. Yeah. I won the ultimate victory at the cross. The work is finished. Yeah. That you can live a life in victory. What does that mean? Easy? No. Free from the bondage of sin. Life abundantly. Yes. But you must follow me. But, you know, Christians, and I've done the same thing. I just added Jesus as my Savior to my life. What he can do for me every day. What I need of the Lord. He said, I already did everything for you. But never surrendered my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? It means giving up my plans, my ways. Sometimes I can't do what I want to do because the Lord has asked me to do something else. Yeah. My goals, my dreams. And I'm simply saying that his ways are not my ways. That's where it's hard sometimes. So I told the Lord a few days, I'm going to lay all this down. If I'm done with this, I don't need to do this. I don't need to go entertain anybody. I have no interest. But if you have a new chapter for me, that's hard. I surrender everything. And the Apostle Paul was such a good example. He just not go around and teach these things, he'll lift it out on a daily basis. And he said this, in order to fix my eyes on the Lord, I'm going to strip off everything that hinders me. All the weight that slows me down, I'm going to leave behind me because knowing Christ is worth everything. Everything else, he says, I count that rubbish. Nothing compared to knowing Christ, becoming like him, 
the one day spend all eternity with him in heaven. Yeah. So I have to ask myself, what is it that is hindering me today from being all in? Well, sometimes it's the finances, the material things. I want the big American house and I want to have all the material things because God wants to bless my life. And sometimes it can be our job, our family. It's hard to say this here in America because we love our family. We should. But the Lord says, I'm first. Sin, things I like you to do more than serving the Lord, especially when nobody's watching. The Lord sees everything. He says, you got to leave that. Leave it and walk with me. Addiction. And sometimes there's these little compromising things we like to do, especially we're more involved in media and watching stuff. And, and I have to take fast too. I'm like, Lord, he tells me you're distracted. You're way more in this than in the word and spending time with me. And the apostle told me that he just left everything behind. He paid a high price. But he said, compared to knowing the Lord, serving him, it's nothing. Because Jesus did already everything for me. So I am this morning, I'm challenged. But why is it so important that we walk with the Lord every day? First of all, it pleases him. It gives him glory. When we stop compromising, we say, I'm all in. He says, wow, I'm waiting for this. I'm going to bless you, but I'm going to use you. Not everything's going to be easy, but I'm going to give you breakthroughs in your life. And through you, I'm going to bless others. They're going to experience breakthrough because they see you uncompromised walking with me. And they see the change in you, the difference. They want that. And you're going to point others to the Lord. It's going to be a testimony to our faith. That's why we're here this morning. Not just to sit through another service. But the Lord wants to speak to us. I want to use everybody. The youngins here this morning, yeah. got to pray for you. And they're not church tomorrow. They're part of us today. And uh, my helpers this morning, that was already so powerful. They were totally focused. They came here. If you come with expectancy, the Lord will always meet you and give you more. Right. You, you use that during the week, it's going to give you more revelation. I'm reading through the Word right now. I'm shocked. I'm like, where have I been the last 20 years? How have I never seen this before? I'm sitting in more strict teaching. Uh, the Lord has shown me some teachers I'm sitting under right now. No compromise in teaching. Like, where have I been the last 20 years? I love it. So the Lord is taking me deeper. And sometimes I'm a little embarrassed <laughs> that I haven't learned that so far. I'm like, what? I'm in ministry? And I, what? I've never seen that. But it happens to others as well. Because we're hungry for the word. And have, have I arrived yet? No. I think I grow a little. I grew a little <laughs> the last year. <laughs> I want to grow a lot more. And I want to be used by the Lord. I'm in St. Louis. There's so much harvest there. And the nations are coming to us, the refugees coming from all corners of the world. A lot of Muslim, probably the biggest uh, Muslim population in, in the country is in St. Louis. So there's a lot of work, a lot of homeless, a lot of violence. So the Lord is starting to connect me with those people that are engaged in those ministries. And it looks like that's where I'm going. So I keep doing what I do until the Lord tells me to do something else. But this morning... Is there anybody here? I don't know how long I went. I hope I didn't go too long oh, yeah, to, to watch. Um, that you never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You, maybe you heard about Jesus. Maybe, you know, you've been in church a long while, but you never understood that it's not that you have to measure up and be good first and then God is going to accept you. But no, Jesus, he died because I did not measure up. And um, so if I trust him and believe in him, he's going to forgive all my sin. And then he's going to give me a new life, a new heart, a fresh start. He took my sin, and in exchange, he gives me, us, his righteousness, so we can live in his place with him every day. So if you're here this morning, and you never 
receive him as your Lord and Savior, as you bow heads and go to pray. But if um, we're going to bless the kids this morning as well. And if you have any um, anything going on in your life that you're struggling with, it could be sickness or something the Lord is pointing out this morning, that you know you got to lay down, you got to stop. And you got to put it at the altar and ask for forgiveness. He's going to heal you today. And then he's going to help you just to turn your back on it and to walk the other direction with him. And this day is going to be a new day for you. He's going to mark something God is going to do in you today through the Holy Spirit that will change you. Even though if you're a believer, God is going to call you um, to be all in yeah. today. And so if we could pray, I'm going to pray for the kids first, and then I'm just going to open the altar, or maybe as pastor closes, I can remain here and pray for you. Or if there's any sickness or anything financial, anything you need, you can bring it to the Lord. I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to believe that you're going to be healed today, set free, whatever it is. And God is going to heal you and help you. Thank you, Lord. So is there anybody that would like to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior today? Anybody here today? Okay, we're a family. Okay. Kids, you want to stay right here? I'm going to bless you. I want to come here real fast. Stay with me. I'm going to pray for you. I'm just going to bless you. I'm not going to embarrass you at all. But I want to thank you for the kids this morning, for the young people that came this morning. I pray, Father, right now that you bless them, that your face shines upon them, Lord, yes. you're smiling upon them today. Give them favor, grace, Father, to fulfill their call to walk with you every day, Lord, to be all in with you, Lord. And Lord, you already put gifts and talents, abilities, and part of that in them, Lord. It's there. It's available for them to embrace. But in order to walk it out, they stay, need to stay focused on you, Lord. They have to surrender before you, Lord. And you're going to enable them to be a blessing to others. So I pray, Father, that you expand that territory today. You bless them to be a blessing to others. That you lead and guide them today. That you point them in the right direction. Help them to make the right choices. Level the path before them, Father. Make them effective for your kingdom. Help them to stay teachable, Father. Yeah. And keep them from evil, Lord. Yeah. Build a hedge around them, Lord. There's so much coming in on them, Lord Jesus. Just shield it off. It yeah. ricochets off, Lord. All these lies, all the deception, and no weapon formed against them will prosper, Lord. Even the enemy forms and forms. It's not going to prosper. Every line come coming towards them, Lord, they're going to get condemned in the name of Jesus. So we bless them today, Lord. Yeah. We release them, Lord, to, to their calling, Father. Yeah. And we receive that by faith, Lord. They're here today, Lord. We pray, Lord, that they're really plug in, Lord Jesus, and you're going to serve, Lord. So this congregation right here, Lord, is going to continue to grow and be a blessing to this community. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Bless them, Lord. Yeah. Amen. 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 So if anybody needs prayer, I'm going to remain here and walk the time for you. With you. Okay? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and dismiss. And anybody uh, wants to finish off pray with him, more than willing. Uh, and Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for, as he said, every one of us in here has been called. Every born-again believer has been called to enter your service, Lord, to help us do that. And as we leave here today, we thank you for the safety. Lord, we just pray that you would watch over us and keep us safe. Bring us back tonight, Lord, as we come to study your word. And I ask in Jesus' name, amen. amen.